Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. Christmas Eve, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas Eve. And what better way, what better way to celebrate Christmas Eve than to have a rerun of a short ball podcast I did a few weeks ago with the one and only short ball. Now, this wasn't the dribble one. This was another one that we did a while ago. Uh, it had three parts to it. Three parts. And we're talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, this is part three, though. I only got part three. But the whole chat was awesome. If you want to go back and listen to the whole thing, parts one, two, and three, go ahead and have a listen to that. It was an absolute awesome chat. And um, Short Ball is a very smart guy when it comes to rugby league and cricket, which I know nothing about. But we were talking strictly, strictly rugby league here. Um, yeah, great chat. Make sure you take a listen. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. And they've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katoa, the trick finish. Big Lazar's lead. Yeah, it's rewind time. Uh, we'll talk about the Gold Coast Titans and the and the Cronulla Sharks. We'll, we'll do go through those quickly. Uh, the Sharkies, I think they're a top four mm. smoky. I don't think oh, they might get there. Don't know if they will, but they're certainly going to be in and around that that spot. Thoughts? Mm. I wouldn't say top four. I'd say top eight. I reckon they could potentially bounce back into the top eight. The thing people are forgetting as well with the Sharks is that Sean Johnson's leaving the building. He Nico Hines really, I know, I know, but it's it's big. It's pretty big. It's a big, big, big loss. And people might not think so now, but going into 2022, you don't really have a solidified halfback. Obviously, Metcalf, Trindle, or Moylan. It is, it's going to be weird. Obviously, I think, look, personally, I think Nico Hines is going to take that 5-8 spot. Uh, that's guaranteed. I think that's why they've signed him. Um, there's a bit of scarcity under the uh, Jaden Braley's position as well because they've signed they signed Cameron McInnes very early in the year and then they signed Dalfa Nukin. Um, we all thought Cameron McInnes was going to play that lock forward role and then they signed Dalfa Nukin, who is an out-and-out lock forward. Unless Dale moves into the front row and Cameron McInnes does play that lock forward role, um, it's going to be quite. Hmm? I think that's probably what happens. I think Blake Braley goes to the nine. You'd think Cameron McInnes plays 13. You'd think Dale Finucan plays forward. Yeah, I, I hope so because Blake Braley has done a great job for the Cronulla Sharks. I do see them as a smoky for the top eight. I wouldn't say top four. Um, now, while they've got the leadership of Dalfa Nukin, while they've got the leadership of Cam McInnes, while they've got the absolute out-and-out X-factor of Nico Hines, it all comes back to that halfback role. Um, and we've seen with the Brisbane Broncos, and while it is a bad example, it is one that I'm going to use. When you're swapping out halfbacks, it is not a good look. 
it is not a good look because players don't get to get used to combinations uh, and, and things like that. Now, this is no hate on any of those guys. If they go with Trindle for the whole 26 rounds, uh, I, I think that's a good one. If Metcalf shifts into that 14 role, uh, good on them as well. Um, but it, geez, it's going to be interesting to see who goes there. Trindle would be the obvious pick for me. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I do think the Sharks make the top eight. And I think Craig Fitzgibbon does a really good job. But I think also think he's getting used to his rosters as well. Um, but yeah, very interesting year for the Sharks. And I do think they're a smoky for top eight. Wouldn't say top four, but definitely top eight. I think they finished ninth this year. They were a Titans... Um, a Titans loss away from the top eight. Um, I'll tell you what, they were even like if they just were close at 12, no, it ended up being Titans winning 44 nil. If they were a Kane Evans uh, send-off or Sinbin away, really, because after that, mm. the Warriors went to shit. But the Sharks were finishing ninth last year and the improvement to their roster. And you look at the bit, I think the biggest, most influential part to their roster, which everybody's overlooking. It isn't Dale Finucane. It certainly isn't Nico Hines. Cause I don't think Nico Hines is that big of an impact. Cause I think going from the storm system to a shark system isn't the same. I think it's Wade Graham being back and the leadership and quality that he provides as a football player and being a shark, like, being a Sharkies man, like he's been there for a while now and he's been their captain for a while and being an origin player as well, he'll be able to lift that side massively. Then Cameron mm-hmm. McInnes is a massive signing. Dale Finucane's a massive signing. I think they're, they're, they're taking a lot of steps in the right direction. They've got a really good squad. I think Braden Trindle is a man to, to plug that seven gap for now. I think if they want to be a serious title contender, they probably have to go out in the market and find a, find a genuine uh, or not a genuine seven, but a premiership winning seven. But I wouldn't even say a premiership winning seven. I'd say one that you can get cheap uh, and that is going to do the job. He's been around for a few years. Even if you look in reserve grade, I, f- I know there's a bunch of old guys who have heaps of experience that have captained their clubs for ages um, that could would, would go cheap uh, and do the job. Um, there's plenty of guys um, it, right now, even Sam Williams, who has been for the Canberra Raiders. He's been in reserve grade for quite a bit. He was a starting seven for the Canberra Raiders a few years ago. Obviously, he had a bit of a break when Jack Whiten and went moved into the halves um, and Aiden Caesar came along and stuff like that. Um, but I think he even he would do the job and just let Nico Hines play footy. Um, but it is going to be very interesting to see what the Sharks do. And I think yeah. Trindle will do the right job for now. Yeah, Trindle, that's the biggest thing. Trindle, for now, should do a job. I think they're a top six side because I think the quality of their their squad, the performances they put up last year with no coach, you think about that as well, the fact that they had Josh Hannay as a uh, fill-in coach for that year, Craig Fitzgibbons there, he's going to implement his systems. you got Dale Finucan. I, I do think they're a top six side and maybe a smoky for a top four side. Now, shout out to Hannay, by the way. He had no look. And I, I want to say this in a way that doesn't sound like I'm taking the piss. Like, he wasn't really supposed to go in that year. John Morris was supposed to finish off the year, gets kicked out. All of a sudden, Hannay's the, 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 the coach, and there's a lot of pressure on him. It's a big gig being a head coach in the NRL. And he just came in cool, calm, and collected. 
They nearly made the top eight. Um, they were versing the Storm. If they beat the Storm, which they actually looked likely to do, they played really well in that game. Mm. But they, if they had beaten the Storm, one, there'd be a bunch of questions about the Storm earlier on in the finals. Yeah. But, like, they could have possibly gone a bit further than the Titans did. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, who do they versus Roosters? Look, you, you could make an argument for it, but Josh Hannay um, did, did do a great job, but I think Craig Fitzgibbon is certainly going to be better in there. Um, yeah. Maybe you never know, actually. Craig Fitzgibbon hasn't had a head coaching role yet, so a lot of people are putting hype on Craig Fitzgibbon signing, and he just may not be all that he rocks up to be. I think he will be. Well, we did the same thing. We did the same thing for Trent Barrett when he went to the Dogs. We were hyping him up, saying, this guy's going to be a fantastic coach. This is what he needed. He needed to come and be a head coach. And it becomes yeah. the head coach and the Bulldogs get the spoon. The worst one I think, there is in history or some, some shit. I know. Um, and, and and this is the thing as well. He long-term has become the right option because, one, he's understanding what now what he has to do. He's yeah. recruitment has been unbelievable. Unbelievable. The guy that he signed, if if you if you had told me a year ago that Josh Addo Carr would be leaving the storm and going to the Bulldogs, I would have laughed in your face. Yeah, like, 100%. He, the, the signings he's pulled off. If you told me Matt Burton for 450K was going to be the value signing of the year, I would have laughed at you as well. Like I would have been like, geez, Matt Burton can't even crack the Panthers side. What's he going to do for the Bulldogs? But now I'm looking at it. And him. he got center of the year and he's yeah. going to play half. I'm looking like, at I'm looking at him costing 450k a year and thinking, Jesus Christ, they, they've stepped in early. They've done a good job oh, there. Give him give him two years. He'll be at least 650k in the next oh, two years. If he decides, I reckon he makes his orange debut off the bench in the next two years. And that's a bit of a smoky. We're talking about Smokies here. I think that's a big one. I reckon he makes his origin origin debut off the bench as a fourteen, yep. um, in the next few years for sure. Because oh. he, I reckon he's going to be sensational for the Dogs. I'd certainly give him a good look in for that. I think in the next two years he'll definitely be around that Origin squad. I think he's he'll be in that that twenty one man squad for a while. I don't know when he cracks mm. it, but he will. Um, he'll crack it. He'll crack it. The Gold Coast Titans, um, 10 wins, ended up making the eight. Um, I like them as a squad, and I think they can only develop from here. Uh, they've let go of Jamal Fogarty, though, who was their captain and who was um, a really great leader for them out of the seven. What do you think about their um, about their chances of making the top eight this year? This is going to sound really harsh, but they won't. Um, and uh, the reason they won't is because they've basically just deleted all of their experience. Jamal Fogarty's gone off to the Raiders. Ashley Taylor's signed on a train and trial deal with, with the, the Warriors. Their experience. I was talking about this on a podcast the other day. Their whole spine is under the age of 25. Toby Sexton's 20 years old. AJ Brimson's 23. Aaron Clark's 24. And um, I think Jaden Campbell is 20 as well. So, I mean, 
with a spine all under the age of 25. That does raise a few questions. And using the Brisbane Broncos as an example, again, one of the reasons, the main reasons that they made the wooden spoon that year is because there was no experience in that club. And this is no disrespect to Alex Glenn. We, We talk about experience. This guy is got experience written all over him, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, and that is solely why they won that wooden spoon. Um, well, I wouldn't say won that wooden spoon. I'd say they got the wooden spoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone would win that. I don't think anyone would want to win a wooden spoon. But the reason they got that wooden spoon was because it was just lacking experience. It wasn't Kevy. It wasn't anything to do with the coaching staff. It wasn't anything to do with any of those things. I think it was just the lack of experience. And look, going back to Brisbane, I mean, now that they've got that, they're going to be a dangerous site. And I think that the, the Gold Coast Titans are lacking it. Don't be surprised to see them at the bottom end of the ladder next year because experience is a big thing in rugby league at the moment. And when you're lacking it, it is a big problem. Yeah, the... the- the spine is obviously concerned, and people talked about the Pen- Penrith Panthers, um, how young their squad was. Their spine, the guys in crucial positions, they weren't young at all. The only one that you could say was Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai, but Dylan Edwards, what, he's 26, 27. Appy Corusau, 29, 30, very experienced, has won grand finals before. Isaiah Yo, 26, 27 maybe, a lot mm. of experience, so... That's certainly going to be a problem, I'd have to say. Um, but I do like Toby Sexton a lot. I think he's a quality player. I do like their squad a lot. And to be honest, I can only see them improving from last year, from the experience of of having that expectation on them. I think they were just a little bit blinded by the lights, the, the, the shiny lights got in their eyes a little bit. But um, they were impressive up against the Roosters. I thought they should have won that game and they – Feel, oh, look, they're, they're they just, were one pass away from that game. If Patrick Herbert had to pass that ball either on his inside yeah, or on his outside, either David Fafita or Corey Thompson puts you know the what ball I over the line. And the, you know what I would have been doing? I would have been seeing a six-foot-six giant who toys with front rowers, just like yeah. tosses them off like absolute nobodies. Yeah. I would have just been going. Pass it straight to him. You take it, you run it, and you score that try because I'm not doing shit. I'm just going to sit back here. Thanks, thanks for I coming. Mean, I mean, the fact that he didn't pass it was a strange one. Until the very it last. It was right second. there. Until the very last second right. where throwing it meant throwing it and over. it goes the out. Everything wrong on that last play. We've talked. I've talked about it enough. It's been talked about enough. We'll try and leave Patrick Herbert alone, but... Yeah, we will. They're one pass away from a semi-final appearance up against Manly, to which they probably would have been pumped fifty to nil by the flat track boys <laughs> and Manly Sea Eagles. But hey, they would have got there. They would have got there. Would have gotten there. Um, um, it's crazy. But yeah, I think they make the eight only just. I think they're an eighth spot if they make it. Maybe a seven. Oh, I wouldn't even say that, man. Like if I'm if I'm looking at the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, experience, as I said before, I said this before, I say it a lot. Experience is so important in today's game, and without it, it's 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 a very hard, hard to win, win games. games yeah, it's really hard to win games without a leader, without experience. Yeah, now Kevin Proctor 
is going to be similar to Alex Glenn where it's just not going to be enough. And Kevin Proctor does a great job, but it's just not enough. Um, so, as I said, do not be surprised to see the Titans pull up close to the end. If not, maybe at the most, I'd say they'd probably be 10th. Oh, that's a that's a bold prediction, but I'll, I'll take it. It is a bit of a we're, – we're making some smokies today. We are. We're making some smokies. Yeah, we're making some bold predictions. But, um, I think you're just filthy that I said the South won't make the eight to be – No, 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 no. <laughs> I, think, I think we should just – I reckon we should just start a segment called Smoky Predictions because, like, we've made a few. We've made a few today. I'll, I'll probably make an Instagram post of all of our all of our smoky picks. But You should definitely make a post with all our smoky predictions. Get me quoted by Big Les, Smoky <laughs> Predictions. Get it up there. It is, it's going to be a thing. In the corner of – like of your like face photoshopped onto something and just have like the little speech bubble next to it. Big oh yeah. I'll send you, I'll, I'll send you the, the, the photo of me cropped out of the cafe tacos thing. And you can just copy and paste that in there with a, <laughs> that's with a, a um, speech mark coming out of it. That's a good segue for the uh, follow up questions. Now, Oh, here we go. I put something up on my store and we had minimal people respond to it, which I'm disappointed about. Get your shit together and respond. But exactly uh, right. Who is people, not responding to the short ball guys? Get your act together. Come on. 100 percent There's what 210 years. Surely one of you can make a bloody question. 210 years and two of you respond. I mean, get grow some balls, guys. Grow some balls. Respond to the short ball. Get into it. Anyway, the first one. <laughs> the first yep. one. I, I was thinking about just not including this because I was just like, ah, it's just a piss take, but the cafe tacos. A very uh, tacos. <laughs> a very famous team. So, somebody by the name of NRL Memes, I think, is a player of player of this great side. Said the uh, mm. they should be the eleventh NRL team. Ah, uh, the the eleventh. What am I talking? About? The eleventh NRL, NRL team. team. What do you think about that? Well, obviously, I am a part of the Cafe Tacos, so. I've got to be careful with what I say here. I know Todd Payton might be watching me. Um, nah, but I, I, I like it. I like it. Um, I reckon Cafe Tacos should definitely be included as the 18th team. And even just saying that, like, even on a, on a serious, even on a serious, I'm trying to keep a straight face here. Um, but even on a, even on a serious note, like, Having a Pacifica team join the NRL would actually be a good idea. Yeah, hundred percent. I I don't like the whole they're playing around with like the Perth Sharks and shit and like the North Sydney Bears. North Sydney Bears, they're not going to be the eighteenth team, and they shouldn't be. No. I think it should be like a Papua New Guinea who've been knocking on oh, the door for a while. Have you seen how many fans of that Papua New Guinea, the Papua New Guinea fan base. I've been like, to Fiji, right? I've been to Fiji, and I had one of the greatest experiences of my life over there. They love their footy over there, whether or whether it be rugby union or rugby league. They love their footy over there. One of the best experiences I've ever had in my life was I went to the villages in Fiji, and I was just playing a little, bit, playing a bit of footy with them, and they were going full serious. Like it was, it was so fun because they were playing proper. Like they had no holds barred, and they, they just love their footy over there. They they get amongst it and. Look, I'd love for a um one of those Pacific Islands uh, nations to get it to get a um get a team. Even if you throw New Zealand a bone and say give you a second team, I'd probably rather like a Fiji or a Papua New Guinea get it. But look, I, if North oh, Papua, it'd have to be it'd have to be Papua New Guinea. I remember, yeah. I think maybe a year or so ago, 
I remember Alex Johnston, uh, Justin Allen, they ran out onto the field for that Papua New Guinea game and the fans just went crazy. Yeah. They have a huge fan base over there, huge. Yeah. And you wouldn't think so, but they do. They have a massive fan base over in Papua New Guinea. If we're looking for if we're looking for 18th teams, I reckon that is the direction that we should be going for, for yeah, sure. 100%. And I won't, I won't cop it if North Sydney Bears get a run as the 18th team. Now, look, North Sydney Bears obviously has a lot of history and and uh, people love the team. They've already got an established fan base. They've probably got a good uh, good lump of money there to support mm-hmm. the team. But just from the sense that we've already got bloody 17 Sydney teams, basically, like yeah. well, we've got four teams in Queensland Ridiculous. come 2023, one in Victoria, one in New Zealand. So, like, surely you don't need another Sydney team. Um. But yeah. So to sum that all up, Kefe Tocos, you're in. You're in, Kefe. You're in. Basically. And, bro, where's my, where's my reach out? Why? I know. I, I actually, I person, and, and I'm, I'm being, this is, this is not a J up. I literally said to the boys on the chat the other night, I said, get the short ball on this chat. Get the short ball in the Kefe Tocos. Where is his invite? And they just went silent, and I was confused. I was like, as if you don't invite the short ball to the Cafe Tacos. I'm going to get into them tonight. You know what? I'm fans. going to get into them tonight. Look, must not be fans. They've dogged me. I've been asking. I've just ha- I've just been waiting. I've been refreshing my DMs. I'm like, when are they going to message me? When are they going to give me the contract? They haven't yet. Filthy. Anyway, we'll go on to the last follow-up question, then we'll wrap it up. Um, yeah. Should – should the Warriors be signing Brandon Smith? And my short answer to that is yes. If there's a guy on the market that fits exactly what you need, then mm. why wouldn't you? I think they should. I don't think they can. Yeah, no, I don't think um, I think that it would be a good signing. I just don't think that they could pull it off. Yeah. Uh, he's already been in the Warriors system before he went off to North Queensland. I don't see him going to either of those teams. If there's a team that I think he's most likely to go to, and there's two actually. So recently he signed a deal with YKTR. If you haven't heard about it, he signed a deal with YKTR. He's now being sponsored by them. Um, And that is Sydney-based. And guess who has offered Brandon Smith a contract in the last month? The Sydney Roosters. So Surely they could be. Nick doesn't have yeah. that much, does he? <laughs> yeah, well, they have, and, and and look, even if he goes there cheap, he'd get money off sponsors. He'd get, oh, he'd get, he'd get he'd money get off brown paper, brown paper bags from. He'd get brown paper bags, ladies and gentlemen. But on a, on a serious note, on a serious note, they were talking about these things called NFTs. I have no idea what they are. All I, I know, I swear to God. I was watching the UFC the other day and they just didn't stop talking about NFTs. I'm like, what is this shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. But it, it, apparently they, they, they are worth a lot of money uh, and they will be in the next few days. It's sort of like, look, from my, this is my understanding and I could be totally wrong, um, but it's basically a segue into merch selling posts, getting money off certain things like that, um, going into third parties and sort of, um, it's it's a weird thing. I I, I couldn't. Exp- I'd have to look it up. 
Um, but look, I, from my understanding, it's to do with uh, to do with sponsorships and, and stuff like that. From my understanding of it, I know it means non fungible token, which like non fungible means that it's like non replicable. It means like it's not you can't find a second of that thing. But I just don't get why people can just make certain things and make hundreds of thousands of that shit. Like, uh, like I've got currency or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. like the actual thing of it can't be replicated. But I just can't get my head around it. I meant. I'm meant to be young and I'm meant to be part of like the new wave and shit that's all over technology. I've got no idea. I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, I would not have a clue with any of this new stuff. Here, I've got the definition here. It, non-fungible token, you're right about that. It says here, a non-fungible token is a unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a digital ledger. NFTs can be associated with easy reproducible items such as photos, videos, audios, and other types of media. Wouldn't have a clue what that meant. I still have no idea what's going. Like it seems like there's just like photos and shit that are unique. And but why would people pay hundreds of thousands for that shit? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so the example I've got here, uh, you know that meme cat that's that that's like flies around with the rainbow coming out of its ass in this in the stars. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the, that's the short wave. <laughs> that's the, yeah. That shit was the most annoying thing of my life. Yeah. Okay. So that apparently is worth tens of thousands of dollars um, because they've made a bunch of different versions of them um, and that has upped the price of the original. So whether that is the actual meaning of NFTs, um, I wouldn't have a clue. I'm going to have to ask around about this one. I'm probably going to have to go ask the guru about this one because I wouldn't have a clue yeah, no, what just, NFTs actually are and what they actually do. Okay, um, I reckon the guru would struggle to define it for you. I don't think anybody's got any clue. What yeah, the, fair enough. I'm probably going to have to go, go to Ice himself and ask yeah. because I wouldn't have a clue. Just get into Ice's DMs or even bloke. Oh, yeah. DMs who was doing, uh, yeah. I'll be like, sorry, mate. This NFT stuff is confusing me. You need <laughs> to tell me what it means right it. now. Oh, I'm yeah. the future generation. Give me the hint. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like maybe I've got money to be made off NFTs. Maybe I'll do start doing my own shortball NFTs. <laughs> oh, you may as well, mate. You, sure. But like you do shortball NFTs, but we don't even know what they mean. So we're going to be doing <laughs> stuff we don't know what we're doing. I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, you know what? I, actually, I think an example of this. So you know, you're wearing one right now. You know the bloke in a bar t-shirts. Yeah. So you know the original. I think is the like the orangey beige one with the mm. brown bloke logo and mm. they've made different ones. You've got the one with the bloke logo that's orange with the brown t-shirt. Then there's the red t-shirt with the white logo. Then there's <laughs> just repping the bloke shirt. Um, there's, there's a bunch of different versions of the same thing, which therefore ups the value. I think if that is what NFTs means and I just became – that much smarter. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm just talking up myself, but I'm pretty sure that's what that meant. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what it means. But we we're most likely talking out of our asses. So yeah, most likely, we probably have no idea what we're talking about. Um, do not listen to us for advice, we guys. No we we wouldn't have a clue. Don't go don't go off and say Big Les said that NFTs are 
the same thing made into different t-shirts. It's not, <laughs> it's not that. It's, I don't, I personally couldn't tell you the real definition. It's just probably, what I think. I'll probably get DMs and shit saying, Oi, bro, this is what NFTs are, you dickhead. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to get, uh, we're anyway, going to get hit up in the DMs. <laughs> Anyway, they're going to shit in our face. Honestly, gonna sh- we're going to, I'm going to get a DM from Hectic Cheese himself. What are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> you wake yeah, up. Yeah, it is going to be hectic. Oh. But yeah, that's what I think NFTs are. Personally, to sum up that big thing where we were just talking shit out of nowhere, I don't think Brandon Smith will go to the Warriors. I think he goes to the Gold Coast. But if he does end up going to the Warriors, I think it'd be a fantastic signing for them. I've got a question for you, right? Do you think Brandon Smith, bang, he came in with a lower dominant, but bang, over the top. Do you think that is a sign of a, yeah, thanks, but nah, brah? Or is it a sign of, coming, I'm with you, coming? Are we talking about the handshake? Oh, I don't know what you were talking about then. This could mean totally different things. Brandon Smith coming over the top? Like, what the fuck? What on earth are we talking about? I'm going to assume you were talking about the handshake. I'm going to assume you were talking about the handshake. Um, oh, I, I Personally, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. It is so much confusion. Usually, there's a, I think Brandon Smith's going to sit down for lunch with a bunch of people. In the next yeah. few months, there's probably um, a heap of handshakes emerge. Oh yeah, uh, I think if this one if, if this one means something, it means something. If this is just another lunch, it's just another lunch. It is yeah. really hard to tell with signings these Better days. Handshake playboy. <laughs> I look. I th- I think I think that if he is to go to the Gold Coast Titans, it's going to be the most likely option out of the rest of them. I honestly thought Redcliffe would have been the most likely option at one stage. I'm not so sure anymore. Um, yeah, but I think with, also with Redcliffe, if he if he went, if he was going to Redcliffe, he'd be after going to somewhere before he went to Redcliffe because they don't come into the comment until later and he's off contract. I think at November first, uh, or was on off contract on November first. I um, thought he was off contract for 2023, and that's why he was allowed to go like sign contracts now. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. I could just be talking out of my ass here. You could. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, I don't know. We've yeah. got no clue what we're talking about. <laughs> anyway, we wouldn't have a clue, guys. We don't have a clue what we're talking about. We are just talking some dribble. Um, dribbling. But look, we're dribbling. We are dribbling. We are dribblers. We're dribbling now. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you stuck look, around for that hour thirty of. Um, Absolute goodness. I applaud you firstly. I want to congratulate the absolute warriors that you guys are for sitting through that hour and a half of absolute (laughs) tyranny and utter dribble. It was a rough experience, but one I did enjoy. And I would love to thank the short ball for letting me on. It was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on, mate. Always love these chats. Um, I've gone over to a few of his um, podcasts over there, Big Lezzard League. Make sure you go over and check them out. Check out a few of his stuff. Go follow him on Instagram. And I don't know what else you got, but no, you got Instagram. So I got Instagram. I got Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I've got the website is in the bio of my Instagram. So if you guys want to go hit the website, you hit, if you're on your phone, you just click the three lines. You click subscribe. Laptop, it's just subscribe. Uh, and I'll have all my platforms there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
uh, Amazon Music, uh, Audible, iHeartRadio. I'm on pretty much everything you could possibly imagine, even the stingy ones. So make sure you guys go and have a look at my content. Really appreciate that. And go check out the short ball. If you haven't looked at the short ball's content, go look at the short ball. Awesome page there. I love having a little snoop around the page of the short ball, looking at some content there. Um, and as I said, thanks for having me on, man. It was such a pleasure. All right. Well, thanks for the troopers that stayed along and cheers. Well, that is it for all the rewinds this year. It has been a big year, 2021. And I've only just did the podcasting for the back end of it. I've only done the podcasting since late August. So, I mean, I've done bloody well. It's been a big year and I started later in the year. Uh, I think I deserve a pat on the back. I definitely think I deserve a pat on the back. Don't get this confused. This is not the last podcast. It's just the last rewind that I'm going to do. The last little rewind uh, into the year that we had. Three main guys that I had on the podcast. I had Andy Raymond, the other rewind that came out yes, uh, two days ago. Um, I had the Rugby League Guru, which came out yesterday. And then today, obviously, the Christmas Eve special. Me and the short ball. Uh, for a great chat that we had here. Thank you for choosing Big Lazers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one. 